So um, for a lot of you, I know maybe you made New Year's resolutions. Um, and maybe, you, okay, I just found this online. Um, some of you, also quit smoking. That's good. It's a good resolution. These are all good resolutions. And maybe this year you made one. Maybe you said, you know, like, I want to work out more. I want to procrastinate uh, less. You can, not more. You don't want to procrastinate more. Maybe you made a resolution that said, I want to get rid of my cats. I don't know what your resolution was this year, but everyone may have had a resolution. Um, so I've been thinking a lot about, I love new things. I love diving into something new. I love leaving the past behind. I love ideas and dreams and future. I love those things. I eat them for breakfast, and I am get so excited. So like, this is the time of the year. This is my love language. Um, but what I've realized um, when it comes to, when you think about all the things that we commit to this year, all the resolutions that we have, um, if we're honest, a lot of them are centered on us, that we want to be better, that we want to do better, that we want to get more in shape, um, that we want to fill in the blank. Um, and we live in a very selfish, self-centered culture. Um, actually, I was looking up this week, the number one job that, that you dream of, the number one job that teenagers dream of, is to be a celebrity, to be famous, to have name recognition. And you might be like, I don't know if that's true. The number one thing people hope for is to be insta-famous. You want to be a blogger. You want to be known for something. You want people to follow you. 54% over every other job. Um, and this is unique to, to this generation. This is a new thing. So um, as teenagers... Uh, we're, we're super um, kind of focused on us, and we live in a culture where everything is about us. We're, we're selfish. We're self-seeking. We live in Orange County, which is like the most self-centered capital of kind of the world. Um, we live in California. We live in the United States, and everything is about us. And when we get to New Year's resolutions, we see it. We see everyone wants to get better. They want to change themselves. And then when we look at our dreams for our future, they're always about us. But here's what I want to say tonight, is that that vision is diametrically opposed to the vision of Jesus, which is to lose yourself which is not to be selfish, it's to be selfless. It's not, it's crazy, I was like Googling and went to a Barnes Noble yesterday, was looking at all these different books and articles on self-promotion. They're everywhere, and it's like, you gotta figure out how to promote yourself, how to advertise, you know, how to, you know, what do people wanna see. Um, self-promotion is everywhere, and people want you to be bold and promote yourself. But the life of Jesus is to be bold and to make Jesus famous. The life of Jesus is, he says, if you wanna be great, be a servant. He says here, he told his disciples, if anyone would come follow after me, let them deny himself or herself and take up his or her cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? Okay, so I just want to just lay this out there because it's the air that we breathe and we don't realize it. If, but if you want to be a disciple of Jesus, if you want to be a disciple of Jesus, it is less about us, and it's more about him. If you want to be a disciple of Jesus, it has to be less about you and more about him. Um, it's not about being bold and being awesome and being famous and having your name known. It's about him having his name known. That's what the word glory means. If you ever hear glory in scripture, it means weight, that we want to make him feel like a big deal, not us. Do you see how that's totally different than our culture? Isn't that crazy? The way of Christianity is like totally different. Um, so tonight, we're going to talk about being bold, but not in ourselves. We're going to be talking about being bold for Jesus this year. Everyone say bold. bold. 
was pretty good. I was like, I was going to make you do it again, but it's pretty good. Um, so um, I, I want you to picture this. We're going to be in a story, um, and it, it involves the disciples. There were these disciples, these followers of Jesus, that hung out with Jesus for three years. Okay, so it was like their high school years, except they accelerated and got out there in three. And they hung out with Jesus, and the whole time they, like, followed him. Jesus performed miracles. Awesome stuff happened. And then um, the whole time Jesus is like, I'm not going to be here forever. I'm going to die. I know, bummer, but I'm going to raise from the dead. And whatever's going to happen uh, with my spirit, but basically I'm going to leave and ascend to heaven. And, and, there's, and so Jesus kept saying, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Right? He kept saying, I'm going to be crucified. But they didn't get it. They're, like, they're, like, they're probably like most of us in class, where it's like the teacher's talking. That's actually happened like in a staff meeting this week. Like I was texting on my phone during a staff meeting, and the, like, the pastor of the church, Doug, is like, Joel, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm a- oh, okay, he's calling me out. That's what's happening here. <laughs> um, so we could have those moments, right, where Jesus is saying something, we're totally not listening. Um, so... His disciples, where do we find them? This is the Sunday after Jesus has been crucified. uh, Listen to this. It's in, um, listen to this. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. That's a really literal translation. Sorry I gave you that one. But basically, the disciples are behind a door, hiding because they're afraid they are going to be taken into prison. Um, which I have a lot of experience of locking myself behind doors. Um, because, um, actually, unwillingly, so uh, we had a retreat with our student leadership team this past semester, um, and first of all, I am claustrophobic. I do not, I am claustrophobic. I'm afraid of elevators. I'm afraid of small bathrooms. I'm afraid of when the sheets get too tight. I am afraid of small Here's the thing. If you use this as, a, as permission to shut me in a door. Like my brother, when I was a kid, he would shut me in, in, like in, my, um, like in a bathroom and he would like lock all the things and put things in front of it. If you ever do that to me, I will slap you. And you can have your parents email me and they can say, Joe, blah, blah, blah. And I warned you, I'm claustrophobic. It's a thing, okay? Um, elevators are hard, life is hard. We can talk after if you deal with this. Um, anyways, so the disciples, I get it. I get wanting to stay, um, I, get, I get the fear. Um, that comes. And so the disciples, they, they lock themselves behind a door. They're freaking out. They're having anxiety. Um, and then, um, yeah, something crazy happens. Um, but before we, before we go there, um, I, I get it. Um, a lot of us, everyone say bold. Bold. If we're honest, a lot of us aren't super bold in our faith. A lot of us are like those disciples who are behind the door, hiding, anxious, afraid. And that might be because of what people are going to think about you. Look at someone right now. Look at them. You're afraid of what people will think about you if they find out you're a Christian or if you do something super Christian or if you share your faith. Um, you might be afraid that you don't know enough. Um, I read a quote recently. It, was, it really hit me that everyone surrenders to something. Everyone surrenders to something. Either you surrender to God or you surrender to the opinions of other people. Either you surrender to God's way, his will, what he wants for your life, or you're going to surrender to other people's opinions and what they think about you. And so a lot of us, were afraid because really we're just focused on what everyone else is thinking about us. We don't care about what God thinks, and so there's fear there. Um, and I get being afraid. Um, I get not being bold. When we, I was in high school, we did something called a 30-hour famine uh, where we would fast for 30 hours, which we're doing in March, so get stoked. We're going to fast. Also... Fasting used to not be, like, in vogue. People were like, oh, I don't know if you should fast. And everyone's like, you should do intermittent fasting. It's going to be great for you, right? So it's, like, crazy that, that it's, like, something the Bible said a long time ago that it's good for you. Like, now people are like, you should do it. Anyways, 
We're doing it in March. Um, we're fasting for 30 hours. You can have juice. It'll be fine. Um, but I remember we, we fasted for 30 hours, and we are um, trying to raise awareness for um, hunger in sub-Saharan Africa. And they made Jeff, the youth pastor, made us go door to door. And he made us, uh, like, we had, like, a whole script. And it was, like, you know, a billion people uh, are, like, currently living on less than a dollar a day. And every day, 40,000 people, 40,000 children die from preventable causes. And here, the, the, you know, Kent, you know, we're looking at these different targeted locations at that time. There's AIDS epidemic that's happening. And we had this whole script that we had. And we were supposed to go to the door. And um, every single house, we went to like 300 houses, and like we were in groups of like two. So you can't hide. It's like no group project when there's two people. It's just like you and another person. You can't really hide. And so we're going from door to door, and then Jeff tells us, make sure you pray. Pray, pray for the people. Pray that they're going to oh, we're asking for money, by the way. Um, <laughs> pray they'll give you money. Pray, 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 pray. And like I go up to the door, and I'm like shaking, and I'm praying. And you know what I'm praying? I'm praying that no one's home. Like I don't want, I don't want anyone to open the door. Um, and so anyways, Long story short, people open the door, and then I, I don't ask for money. I don't ask for checks. I say, do you have any change laying around? Like, I won't even, like, be bold and asking for money for children that are dying. So I get, I get being afraid. I get not wanting to be bold in your faith. I totally get it. Um, and that, that was me uh, when I was in high school. I, I get that. But something changes in these disciples, and I want you to hear this tonight. There is something that changes in these disciples, and it changes in an instant. And it's Jesus. He came and stood among them, which is crazy. The door was locked. How'd he get in? I don't know. <laughs> um, and he says, peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. And so it's crazy. They go from being locked behind a door to sharing the gospel. This guy named Peter, who actually denied Jesus because a little, like, little, like, four-year-old girl was like, do you know Jesus? And he, he was like, no, I don't. And anyways, he, he goes from being afraid of a four-year-old girl to preaching in front of 5,000 people. 5,000 people. They go from being in a locked door to being frozen and afraid to sharing the good news. Um, and this is what happens. Um, so a crazy thing happens. There's this giant crowd. Everyone's getting, it's like the religious leaders are getting angry uh, with Peter and John. And this is after so he's risen from the dead. Um, and then there's this priest guy named Annas which is a terrible name. Um, we know, and Annas says, we know you healed someone, so tell us in what power you did. So this is Peter, who was super afraid the day, um, the, the, the day before Jesus rose from the dead. And Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, says, rulers uh, and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who is lame and are, at, are being asked how he was healed, then know this. You and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of, the, of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Peter, who was afraid of a four-year-old girl, is now saying, you want to know? You want to know who healed it? You want to know what's going on? It's Jesus. You want to know what happened? That this person who was actually God, man, he came, he saved us, he rescued us, he saved us from the powers of sin and the powers of hell. He rose from the grave. Everything has changed. He is who he says he is, and I can't help but tell you about this. This is what I want you to get. We speak boldly about what we believe deeply. Everyone say that, ready? We speak boldly about what we believe deeply. So I love Pizza Press, and I'm going to tell you about it, right? I, I, I just watched that Marie Cotto thing, Mary Cotto thing on Instagram, right, which is like this girl that helps you clean up your house, whatever, and I told you about it in my sermon. Like the things that I get excited about, the things that move me, I tell people about. 
We speak boldly about what we believe deeply. So Peter and John had seen Jesus, do, um, had experienced this. And, when they, and then and the people took notice. The people who were watching Peter and John, listen, read this. When they saw the courage of Peter and John, and they realized these were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished. And they took note that these men had been with Jesus. People are like, whoa. Those guys are bold. That's really bold. That's really bold. Have you guys ever seen someone do something bold? It was like, wow, you stood up to that person? That was bold. Well, you said that? That was bold. If someone were to look at your life, if someone were to observe you right now, how bold would they say that you are for Jesus? And okay, first of all, if you're like not a Christian, that's not where you're at right now, this, this question really isn't for you. So don't worry. You know, like, I don't know. <laughs> um, but for everybody else, um, if you say you're following Jesus, how amazed are people at your boldness for Christ? Scale one to ten. Think. If you're a seven, you're probably not here alone right now because you probably like invited a friend to church. Um, or maybe you like talked to three or four people today um, about that you're going to church. Or you, you, you engage with your parents in conversations about faith. Um, if you're one, you're the devil. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, someone was like, I was going to be a one. <laughs> well, I don't want to come back to this church now. Um, if you're a three, um, you, you probably haven't really, you probably never shared your faith with someone. Um, yeah, if you're a three, you're, um, there's probably people who, who are your friends that don't really know you're a Christian. Maybe they know you go to church, but like, it's kind of it. They don't really know how it impacts the rest of your life. Um, how amazed are people at your boldness for Christ? How amazed are they? Who would say that they're, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, wow, this is getting really intense. Um, okay, so um, I, got, I got two things here, um, and then we'll be moving towards the end. Um, how do we get more bold? Um, the first way, we find it in Acts 4, verse 13 which was the verse we just said, verse we just read, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized they were unschooled ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. The first thing that we do to get bold is we spend time with Jesus. Joel, you always tell us to spend time with Jesus. That's awesome, I hope. I hope that's like on my gravestone. He told us to spend time with Jesus. We went to church every time and he always said spend time with Jesus. Because um, it's that important. And I was kind of morbid. Um, so... <laughs> spend more time with Jesus. On Sunday, we're doing a series. We're doing a series called Open Your Bible. It's a very blunt series. What's our series on? It's Open Your Bible. What are you supposed to do? Open your Bible. What are you trying to learn? Open your Bible. Like, that's it. We're doing Open Your Bible series. Grab a bookmark. Spend time with Jesus. Pray in the morning. When I, okay, let's be honest. I don't always start my mornings with Jesus. Okay, and you know who knows? Vicky, because I like run out of the house really fast because I'm late and I snooze my alarm seven times. Um, the days that I don't start my morning with Jesus, um, I'm frustrated more easily. I buy into people's opinions and what people think about me more easily. Um, days that I start with Jesus, days that I start with prayer, um, the opinions of other people affect me less. I'm more able to walk into a room and show people grace. The days that I start with Jesus, I'm more bold. Actually, um, there, there's this thing that I do every morning, and I would encourage you to do it. Um, it's, we did this exercise in high school group uh, a while back, but every day I quote things that are true from Scripture at myself that I have a hard time believing. So when I wake up, I say um, things like, um, 
Yeah, this is, they're like all flooding out of me right now because you guys are all looking. Um, I say things like this. I am not anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, I present my request to God. And the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus, my Lord. I am disciplined. Christ in me is stronger than the wrong desires in me. I assume the best about other people. I have everything that I need to do, everything that God has called me to do. I am a bold leader, and God has equipped me, called me, anointed me to share the gospel with people who are far from him. I have authority over the enemy. These are things that I, sorry, I get the chills, because like, these are things I say to myself. Wow, Joel, you think you're awesome. I don't believe these things. I have to wrestle to believe these things. What do you need? This is why we need scripture in our life. Some of us, we need to memorize some scripture, and we need to say these things to ourselves. I am enough because Jesus is enough. My failures and my success, they don't define me. I'm skipping to, I don't know. Um, so spend time with Jesus. I need it. We need it. Two, ask God to make you bold. Ask God to make you bold. Um, there's crazy persecution that's happening. They're going to put John and Peter back in jail. They don't ask for things to be less hard. Here's what they ask for. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with boldness. They don't pray to get out of the situation. They don't pray, God, would you just make things better for me? They pray to be more bold. That's crazy. They pray for boldness. They pray for boldness. In one moment, they're scared to death. Another moment, everything has changed. Everything has changed. This, tonight, could be the moment for you that everything changes. When you're bold. A lot of you, in 2018, you've already been bold. Connor Bramble. Dude, you have extended invitation to invite people to high school group. Where are you, by the way? You're behind Kevin. <laughs> um, dude, you have impacted the seniors in an incredible way. And you don't just invite people. You bring people into the center of community. You open up your heart, and you have the heart of Jesus. And your counselors wanted you to know that, that this year they have seen that you have been bold in hospitality. So give it up for Connor, everybody. Um, mm. Praise God for, for Connor. Um, Cassie Machado, where are you? Just want to affirm Cassie. Um, Cassie, um, your leaders wanted you to know that this year you've really stepped up in leadership. I'm going to read some of this. Um, you've been bold in applying the gospel into your everyday life. Um, you pray for others. You invite people to join you. You live out the truth that you don't have to be perfect um, but it's your job to make yourself available so God can use you. You have not run from difficult things through tough seasons, through criticism. You always have sought to become more like Jesus. Cassie, you are bold in leadership. We praise God for you. Um, Chloe, where are you? Chloe. Your leaders want you to know that you are an influencer, that you love your friends so much that you can't help but share your faith with them. You brought several people to church. Um, you've opened up your life to, to so many people. You see people through the lens of Jesus. Um, and they just want to let you know that you have changed the atmosphere of the junior ladies. You have God's heart, and you are bold in evangelism and invitation. So praise God for you.
Um, some people aren't here, so they can. Um. Should I just affirm people even though they're not here? Sure. Um, is Nick Turfs here? So, you, you should know this about Nick. Um, Nick's not here, so we can brag about him. Um, his leaders wanted just um, him to be affirmed that this year he was a part of um, a situation where he saw someone consistently being belittled um, and bullied, and he stepped up and didn't let that stop, and he sacrificed popularity for a higher purpose. And so Nick has been someone who stood up, and he has had compassion, and he's been bold in it. So give it up for Nick. Um, Um, Emily Wagner, is she here? We're going to go for it. Um, uh, Zach, you can receive this on behalf of Emily. Um, um, Emily, you, no, just kidding. Um, Emily has been, you guys might know, not know this because you don't see her, but Emily, um, Emily and a few, of, a few of the rest of you guys, they, they lead worship for children every single Sunday. Um, and Emily's been willing to put on skits and look ridiculous, which there's a music video you're going to see next week that she made for the relationship series um, for kids, but we're going to show it to you guys because it's awesome. Um, and she has been willing to lay it, yeah, <laughs> and Zach's in it too. Um, and um, yeah, she's just been willing to just to go crazy. And for all of those, for anyone here who has ever encouraged or helped out in children's ministry, you have impacted just a generation who will remember um, what, what you've done. And they're, they're, God's word will be stored in their heart because of what you've done. Um, so Emily has been super bold um, in service. So you can give it up for Emily. <clears throat> um, Jordan, Lacey, and David, um, I know that you see them up here a lot. Um, and um, you just need to know that they put in so many hours um, and they pour in so much time and they are so bold, um, and they help us worship. And they don't do that for the hype, and they don't do that to get noticed. Um, but they have such a heart for you guys. Um, and, I, I, yeah, I've just been so impressed with their, their leadership, and I know that we've all been blessed um, by you guys. You are bold in worship. You pray for us. You lead your counselors, and you lead your students. You lead these students in worship. This doesn't happen in any other high school group anywhere, anywhere. And you are bold in worship, and I'm so grateful for you, and we're so blessed by you. So praise God for you guys. And, and honestly, if you wanted to see me cry, I could go, f just keep going. Stop it. Um, um, we love you guys so much. We're so proud of how God is working in you, and we couldn't tell all the stories tonight. Um, all your counselors, they all talk about um, how God is working and how God is growing in you, you guys, how he's using you. Um, and if you, you didn't hear your story tonight, just because we don't have time, but tonight could be the beginning of another story, of another step of boldness, of you saying yes to Jesus, you saying yes to purpose over popularity, you saying, I want to be less selfish and more selfless because only things that are about God and wrapped up in God and give God glory are going to last and everything else will be an Instagram like that will fade away um, and so you get a chance to start that new story 
You get to be bold tonight. Um, so we have some cards um, that Will and maybe somebody at Grace can help pass out. Um, we might have enough pens, who knows. You can not even write anything, you can just look at the card. Um, and the card just has some categories of where you might wanna step up and be bold this semester. Maybe you wanna be bold, like you heard some of these stories and you're like, whoa, that's inspiring. I wanna be bold in service. I wanna be bold in hospitality. I wanna be bold in invitation. I wanna be bold in service. There could be categories we didn't even put on because uh, we don't hold all the info in the world uh, and we don't know what God's doing in your heart. Um, so what I want you to do is just spend a few moments, look at this paper, and see if there's something that God is nudging you to be bold in. Is there something that God is nudging you to be bold in? So we're going to take a couple minutes and do that. Uh, and the papers will make their way, but you guys can just uh, be silent in reflection. Sound good? Cool. So um, <clears throat> as the worship team comes up, they're going to be leading us in a couple more songs. Um, and during this time of worship, maybe you want to, um, maybe you want to sing. Maybe you just want to keep thinking. Um, maybe this wants to be a, this could be a space of reflection for you, um, or it could be a space of response. Um, whatever whatever you, you're feeling. Um, but before we go into it, I just want to um, to pray um, for you guys. So let's bow our heads. Let's pray. God, thank you that this is not just self-help. This is not just we're going to try to be better. Um, it's only because we are filled like Peter. We're filled with your Holy Spirit, the same Spirit that filled the disciples, the same Spirit that rose you from the grave now lives within us. And it's that Spirit that gives us boldness. It's that Spirit. So we, we thank you for that, that we're not trying to do this on our own. Um. God, we also recognize that if that's true, if we speak, if we share deeply about what we, be, what we believe, um, then a lot of us, if we think about it, maybe we don't believe this thing fully, and we need to receive your spirit more. Um, and so right now, um, you guys can keep your eyes closed. Um, and here's what I want to ask. Um, if this semester you want to be filled um, with the Holy Spirit, maybe that's for the first time, if you want to receive a spirit of boldness, or if you feel like you've just kind of been trying to, to fuel your life on your own and trying to be after your own things, um, and, and you want to say, no, I want to be bold for, for you, um, and you want to have a restart this, this year, if that's you, um, then in just a moment, I want to invite you just to look up and just look at your counselor, and all that's going to say is, hey, I want to have a conversation after this, or I want prayer, or um, whatever that is. No one else is going to see this, but if you want to be filled more with the Holy Spirit, if you um, want to experience Him, um, in that way this year, if you want to be filled with the spirit of boldness. Um, and that could be the first time that just could be a restart for you. Um, I want to invite you and counselors, you can have your eyes open. Um, just right now, you can open your eyes. Just look at your leader. Open your eyes. Just look at the leader. Make eye contact. Make sure they see your eyes because sometimes it's like, I saw you. You weren't looking at me. Cool. You guys can close your eyes. Also, if you didn't see a leader that's... Um, I'm here, um, or you can just find anyone um, that's one of the leaders. We love to pray with you after that this could be a new beginning for you. 
Um, so God, we thank you that you are um, the God that, that doesn't leave us to try to figure things out on, your, on our own. You, you fill us with your Holy Spirit. And so we pray that this year that you would do more in us and through us than we could ask or imagine. That you would give us spirit, us a spirit of boldness. That we would not be frozen in our faith. That we would not stay stagnant in our fear. But we would move forward with courage so that people would see us and they would see you. We pray these things in your power, for your glory. All in the name of Jesus. And all God's people said, amen.